Hey there, my name is Shane Craddock and this is the Inner Edge podcast where I share a different take on how to lead and live a sustainable high performance life. Over the course of different episodes, I'm going to challenge the belief that tension, stress and struggle are essential to success and creativity. My experience is that there's an easier way, there's a better way and indeed there's an essential way that we need to explore for the times that we live in. So let's go ahead, let's jump in and explore. Hi there, Shane Craddock here. Welcome to the Inner Edge. In the entertainment of my mind, I'm actually imagining somebody scrolling through perhaps you know, this podcast for the first time and they're looking at different titles and asking themselves, which one will I jump in on? And then they come across the title of this particular episode, Awareness is the Enemy of Change. And they might stop for a second and go, hang on, that can't be right. Uh, he must have got that wrong. Maybe I'll check that one out. So if that's you, welcome. <laughs> for most people, and certainly for many, many years, um, awareness would have been seen as the essence of change in a way. Um, but actually, as I've gone on in my own career in life, um, to me, it does seem like it is the enemy of change. Now, somebody did say this to me a few years ago, and at the time, I remember thinking, ooh, that is contrarian, but let me sit with that. And the more I sat with it, you could say meditated on it, I guess. Um, I mean, on the surface, it's counter-logical. It's definitely thought-provoking. And, it, you know, I think when I was considering doing this episode, I suppose I was considering, well, this is going to be a tricky episode because it's going to be tricky perhaps to get across. Um, and also, you, there's a part of your mind that may not like this either because it might challenge you a little bit. But that's the essence of, I guess, what I do. So we have to go for it. And I suppose what I'm going to say is awareness can definitely hold you back. And the reason it does is because often the ego can subtly sneak in. And because it sneaks in, which I hope I'm going to explain and explore a little bit here today with you, it just stops you looking further. It stops you seeing other things, perhaps, that might be limiting you, that are limiting you. So... I've often had the experience, I've had this quite a few times where if I'm speaking at an event or for sometimes I'm asked to do a, a keynote or a talk with a with a company um, and I've I speak at different seminars and then very often I'll do surveys before and after. Very common thing that's either said to me or it's a question that's written into me is, hi Shane, I'm very into the mind and I'm very self-aware, but how do I deal with people who are not self-aware? They really kind of annoy me and it's... I just don't want to be around them. Now, <laughs> I used to think things like that myself. And maybe occasionally I could still get cut out, but not as much. Really what that is now for me is, I think that's the ego saying that I'm better than you. I'm better than them. And very subtly, it means that you're still locked in the prison of your personal thinking mind. You're actually locked inside and the ego can sneak in and make you think, oh, well, I'm very self-aware now, especially somebody who's kind of getting into the mind at a certain point into the, the way that their thinking impacts their mood. Um, you can make a lot of progress. Your thinking does impact your, your mood, your behavior, your actions. It does. But you can get locked in that. And just because you're aware of your thinking and the, and the importance of it, the hidden danger within that, as I've discovered myself many times, is that that can build up your ego to think that you know something or you're better than other people. 
Now, for me, I suppose at a certain point, I realized that a genuinely self-aware person, a very self-aware person, in the true meaning of the word, would never say something like that. They would never say, how do I deal with people who are not self-aware? It just wouldn't make any sense to them. So I've kind of come for myself to think about it like awareness versus awareness. Awareness with a lowercase a versus awareness with a capital A. Awareness with a lowercase a is where I think a lot of people who think they're really, really self-aware, that's really where they're at. But it's not the real awareness. And words are very limiting in trying to get across perhaps an experiential thing. Uh, somebody who's a, aware with a capital A, I guess maybe that's the ultimate. Maybe it's a continuum, but it certainly seems in my experience that the awareness with a lowercase a can really be the enemy of change because it'll stop you discovering things that can allow for real change. Very often you can get stuck in a loop. You can get stuck in a rut. You might have read all the books, done the seminars. Intellectually, you might be very clever. But if you find, for whatever reason, you're banging up against reality, whether that's people or circumstances, or things aren't quite flowing the way that perhaps you've expected them to, I would suggest you consider what I'm saying here. Because this particular area is, I guess, where I saw some opportunities for myself, and they did make a difference. It opened my mind, it opened my own inner world up to different possibilities. I remember many years ago, a mentor had said to me, this is before the advent of the smartphone, before the advent of social media, that they said that the coming age was going to be the age of the self. And the point they were making was that people were becoming increasingly self-obsessed. Now, I think we can all see that with social media in particular. But what's interesting is that I think it's gone beyond that. People are obsessed with how they look, yes, but they're also obsessed with how they think. So my perspective is reality. Yeah, I'm very aware of what I'm thinking, but it's the truth. Um, I'm very aware of how I feel, so much so that I get triggered all the time. And if I feel something, well, then it must be true. And I'm aware of how I'm feeling, so I must be self-aware. But that's awareness with a lower, uh, lowercase a. And in reality, what's happening now is that even with the personal development or professional development world, there's so much information there and you can increasingly people are becoming more aware of their inner world, which is brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant, but it, it, it's not the destination. There's more beyond that. And that's the challenge. That's what I found myself. And many people are still paying attention, too much attention to their inner world. And in a way they become detached from the actual world, but they don't realize it. And so it's difficult to uh, sometimes point this out. Very often it can be through reality bumping up against you quite severely to make you question this particular point. Now you could be listening to me thinking, oh yeah, I used to be like that. Or, well, that's not me. I am genuinely self-aware with a capital A. And I would put up my hand and say, I've been, I've been there too. And the reality is that like, as a human being, you are aware, we're all aware. Um, when you become aware, if you're listening to podcasts like this, you're you're most likely aware that there's a high impact of your thinking on your world. But there's more beyond that. There is, you could say, pure awareness in itself, which is a very different thing. And in my clunky way of trying to explain this, I kind of see it now almost the idea as being 
having a balance between my inner awareness, but also the outer awareness of what's going on in my life, but I'm not attached to anything inside myself. That's not easy, but it's possible. So I'd be curious to see what you hear or what you're hearing from this particular episode or what strikes you. Maybe you get an insight, maybe you have a question. I'd love to hear it. Um, my challenge, if you're open to taking it, is to not assume that you're really self-aware, that you're, that you're even aware enough. And if you don't assume that, well, then maybe you might be encouraged to go seeking, finding a way to uncover your blind spots, to go digging if you're brave. That might require you to go and ask people that you trust to tell you the truth. Well, where could be my blind spots or where perhaps is there work to be done or where perhaps do I think there's not a problem, but there might be an issue. I think the reality is there's probably going to be a small percentage of people who actually would take that action on and go do that and talk to somebody and ask somebody that they trust what might be my blind spots. Um, it's a tough one to ask because the ego won't like it. They won't like it. Um, I, When I was preparing for this and thinking about this particular episode, I've had a flashback to a story. I don't know where I heard it, but it's kind of like one of these kind of Zen type of stories. And essentially... This guy was traveling around Asia. He'd heard a rumor that there was a, a master of masters, an incredibly wise human being up in the Himalayas. And he spent many, many years trying to find this person, going to villages asking, and they all pointed him a certain direction. It took him years and years and years. Eventually, though, he actually, the top of a high mountain in that region, he found the master of all masters and sat down with him, exhausted, tired, but got an audience with the master. The master said, what would you like to ask me? And this traveler, this seeker, said, well, what's the secret of life? And the way the story goes, as far as I was told it was, the master just looked at him and said, awareness, awareness, awareness. And in that moment, the seeker, the traveler was enlightened. Now, I remember hearing that story and a couple of things struck me. I was thinking, why didn't he just say awareness? Why did he say it three times? Why didn't he say it four times? Why didn't he say it twice? <laughs> Maybe it's the root of three in storytelling, you know, one, two, three, beginning, middle, end. Um, but he didn't just say awareness. He said awareness, awareness, awareness. And maybe over the years, my interpretation of that is it's not just awareness it's going deeper into awareness and then going deeper again into perhaps pure awareness. So awareness into awareness into awareness. There was a depth to his answer. I wonder what you're hearing out of what I'm saying. And if you have a question or comment, send me an email, shane at shanecraddock.com 1D. So in conclusion, awareness, bizarrely, is the enemy of change, real change. But awareness with a capital A is probably the essence of real transformational change. Hmm. Right. I'll see you next week. Ciao for now. Bye-bye.